recording and we are recording we're starting recording we're recording i'm john hastings here's the other thing with posting posting on tiktok because we're talking about mildred burke and her life is so fucking sad i don't want to talk about it right away the other thing with all of those apps is that i one thing that i've noticed about social media dylan is Ooh. Before the apps used to open quietly, now all the apps open way loud. You you hit on t- hit TikTok yes, with your thumb, Instagram. Yes. It used to be a nice, quick, silent check. Could be checking my email. Could be reading yes. a periodical. No, now you know I'm just checking out dance video. Like it's just and you're like ah. Well, this is the uh, this is the thing about um the oh, I mean whatever. Let's let's if someone's listening to know a bit about Mildred Burke, they're gonna be fucked. Anyway. That's the thing about the new NXT where they're like, why does it look like that? It's because that's how all like everything online and everything is now where it's not like, I don't know what era it was where sleekness was. Now it's literally like fucking fluorescent colors. It's like the eighties, like the eighties. What it what it is, is everything is stand up video. Here's nine emojis. One of them's just a banana moving. Oh, I, okay. So I've now taken over the rest of you. TikTok for all the come monkey listening because Dylan (sighs) created a family and got what he calls too busy to deal with these fucks. Go ahead, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on my phone, and then John just walked into my house in with no shirt and a jean vest on. That is goes, true. I do you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. And I said, and then, and then, by the way, then I over. Yeah, then I grabbed a, and left. I got a bunch of ruffles from the the cabinet before I left, though. I yeah. took those. And then I yeah. and then I was like, why is the gambler here? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then he left my house too. I yeah. Uh, what? I think I think you'll I think no I think you'll find it was Steve Daw. I was it the gambler? I know one of them was Steve Daw because because yeah. Larry Zabisco in the middle of Scott Hall's big thing just goes like says like alludes like maybe Steve Daw can take care of this and you're just like Larry stop it you're embarrassing everyone Look, Steve <laughs> Daw takes care of nothing I duck so I like that clearly made that joke for himself also. NXT 2.0 is cool because now that I think of it, they have the the last poker player character. I guess would be the APA, but like the guy who's like whole gimmick is that he likes poker was the gambler, and now apparently they have NXT 2.0 has a guy whose character is just that like he loves poker. I mean, I'm works, not surprised, but he dresses like a poker dealer because like a poker player doesn't have a set thing like. I guess poker player, it's like, oh, how do you show that? You have to have a sign around your neck that just says, about to be divorced? No, if it's a poker player, it's just, and coming to the ring, the woman he left three years ago because he impregnated a 17-year-old in Reno. Her name is Katarina, and she is upset that he's not at home watching their goddamn kids for once. I guess a good poker player would be... Let me ask you this, Dylan. You You are a father. You are a father and a husband. Do you just ever think about, like... It's a weird thing of like the guys that just walk out one day. Like you're like that is so cowardly. But at another point, it's like that is fucking wild that you're like no one's gonna notice. I'm out. This is evolution, and I am Bautista. Yeah, like exactly. You're like this is evolution, and I am surprise. Randy Orton, shit and bag, leave. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, get. Allow me to sum up uh, Mildred Burke's uh, life. It's the end of Million Dollar Baby, but no one lets her die. She's just she's just in pain. Hello, Millie. What are you? I'm a woman, and it's the 1910s. Be prepared for hate. Watch why. 
Can we have a special Patreon episode? I want to do right. Yeah, go ahead. Two sepul- first episode, saddest lives. Second episode, most evil people in professional wrestling. And I mean, we're saying people. I don't know why you say men. Uh, yeah. But fucking, what's your boy's name? Billy Wolf. Billy Wolf is top five, and he didn't kill any. It's fascinating. Yeah. Well, she he destroyed so many. He, he the amount of, of lives. The amount of different ways he crippled Mildred Burke without laying a finger on her is wild. Basically, so here's the story. No, he Mildred Burke. He uh, uh, psychologically tortured that woman. He psychologically tortured her, and also like he was doing casting couch stuff when it was like like now you know they have no. Well, I guess they had one record of Weinstein, right? Did they have one record of Weinstein? Like, actual... Yeah, because that lady went undercover. Yeah, it was more than one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, so Weinstein... But then there's a lot of allegations about other But there's, there's also... Like, Gwyneth Peltrow very famously was told by Harvey Weinstein, if you fuck me, you'll get these movies. Him forgetting that her boyfriend was Brad Pitt, who apparently was like, hey, fuck you. I'm not in any of your fucking movies, and I'm Brad Pitt. You see this fucking face? You see this dick? He showed Harvey Weinstein his dick, and he was like, I fuck her. You don't fuck her, bitch. And everyone was like, the Golden Globes are fun. And then that, But that's like, you're right. There, the casting couch has always existed, but the wrestling casting couch is not a couch. It's a bunch of bales of hay, and he smells. No, Billy Wolf. We're talking about a man named Billy Wolf who was the female wrestling promoter for the NWA. And let me tell you, I enjoyed the Mildred Bark uh, research packet for no other reason than it was one of the few times we hear about that generation of promoters before the ones who were part of the 70s uh, and then who were destroyed by Vince McMahon. So, like, Leroy McGurk was one of Mildred Burke's only somewhat friends. Bear in mind, Leroy McGurk is the blind man who still insisted on driving. So um, she, at the very end of her career, was completely hobbled because Billy Wolf was the man who controlled um, lady professional wrestling. He had been forced out, but the NWA was like, well, we could clearly put in charge the only woman who was the face of wrestling for the last 20 years. But then Sam Muchnick was like, no, I don't That's trust so a woman. Yeah. I don't trust a woman to do that job. There is math and writing down. What if her period blood attracts bears? Gentlemen, we are only able to afford reasonable conferences, conference rooms in reasonable cities. We cannot withstand a lawsuit from the city of Chicago for bringing bears because that woman is bleeding from the place she pees. She must be killed! And they're like, we cannot argue with Sam Muchnick. He is speaking only science. Now, now there's a bunch of, there's some science on this subject, but would you say women legally can't lead? Start, yes. Yes, I do. Yes. I um, there's, I have, there's some great... Um, man, I almost want to put these on the wrestler, some wrestler review social media, but my friend sent me these sexist coffee ads from Folgers and you know how Folgers now a coffee commercial is like someone you're like, Oh, I don't know why I'm doing that. What I have a real like coffee it. here. I like, yeah, it was like, <laughs> check the, watch this, check this out. Here's a coffee ad. Here's how a coffee ad works. Like, uh, yeah. What's this coffee, John? I don't know, Dylan. What is it? Folgers. No. Was it made by a woman who's hurt? Tastes like that. They, if you back a woman into a corner, she makes a good cup of joe. So that's now how all uh, of Dylan, the- Dylan, Dylan. Let's have a cup of our, let's have a sip of this. Consent destroys boners. <laughs> Folgers coffee. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it would probably be better if that was it. Because here's what it is. It's like uh, it's it's a guy 
Um, the, the first one is a guy uh, at a barbecue, and then your coffee. He says, it better be better than last time, because you serve <laughs> bad coffee, and it ruins my good meat. And then Folger's coffee. That's not an actual ad. Is that the actual ad? Oh, yeah. And then there's another <laughs> one where it's like, uh, here's your coffee, honey. And he's sitting at the t- uh, table with the paper. And he's like, better be better than the last cup you made. That was awful. Cold, <laughs> Folgers coffee. So it's not like Folgers is good. It's these women are bad. <laughs> okay, there's, there's two things you need, need to all understand about America that really. They've been told that there was a time in their country that if you were a boy, this was your day. You woke up wherever you wanted. You ate. <laughs> a fully a fully prepared breakfast by a woman who has to fuck you and she is already showered already in like she oh, is yeah full makeup she sleeps full in makeup. makeup yeah she sleeps in makeup with curlers on so her hair is already perfect in the morning there's no time your children speak to you only in respectful hushed tones you can do what what happened? The then you just certificate has the pubic hair formation you like on it, and you sign yeah, off on it. That's exactly. The one she has for the rest yeah. of her life. Yeah, lightning bolt and triangle. I like even, it busy even, down there. Even into, <laughs> even into senility. Yeah, well yeah, into senility. I like to see how the lightning bolt is not done as well as it used to be. <laughs> so yeah, Mildred Burke. Um, she you knows she was born, and uh, she basically she was born in a fire. And the fire got bigger as her life went on. Just a uh, born in 1915, marries early on, has a kid, essentially meets Billy Wolf, um, and sees him as a conduit to get into wrestling and out of her life as a diner waitress. When, you know, sometimes, um, I mean, depending on how you look at it, her life did work out for her because she was Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky of women's wrestling, where she really took something that wasn't there she is like legitimately the only thing little did she know she makes jim Cornette look like a whiny fucking bitch because jim Cornette. oh i never saw no fucking man wrestling no woman it's like mildred burke the first and most important woman's wrestler made her entire career wrestling off of men it's a carnival sideshow shut the fuck up oh by the way started listening to jim Cornette experience this week because i was wanting a wrestling hit can i just say i hate when podcasts get successful because this is their always Why, solution. Oh, time to make it unnecessary. Let, oh, our podcast is successful because we talked in depth about old wrestling and that's what people who listen to re- wrestling podcasts want. Here's what we better do. Make all the ads half an hour. Every episode has 11 ads. Every show starts with... Dude, the only way to listen to Jim Cornette is put it, type in Jim Cornette and the thing you want him to... So exactly. This is the thing. Is I don't... I didn't research this on what Jim Cornette thinks about Billy Wolf, but I'm sure that he's like... Oh, you mean the guy who organized women's wrestling in the 40s and 50s and talks completely calmly in a different voice? And as soon as he talks about Kenny Olivier, he never trapped a woman in a dumpster. He doesn't earn wrestling. You know, it's just but what it is, is it's so clearly as if you because I've listened, I listen, I've been doing a lot of driving and errands and in L.A. Ooh. L.A. is so good. If you're like, would you like to listen to uh, six long ass podcasts slowly over the course of a few days? Yes. Well, welcome to the perfect city for that. And listening to that podcast is exactly that. Is you can tell, like he's a wrestling historian. He very much values this as one of the true American art forms and one of the most original, odd things given to the world. An argument could be made that it actually predates postmodernism, but also is just a really weird thing where men in polyester went to bother women and also shit on each other. Like it's such a weird thing to exist, and he knows that intrinsically. 
but he also knows I need to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. How do I do that? Well, then I just, I call everyone pudding boy and make weird comments about their body. Like it's just such a erratic, weird thing I to listen know, to. Man. And what it is, is all- po- what does he call him? Pie face and balding. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't enjoy that. I mean, <laughs> pie face and ball like that he called be- i mean he did refer to kenny olivier at one time as a uh, pud boy with the mutton chops where i was just like pud boy <laughs> i do like i mean you could honestly call uh us pie face and balding and you could trade off it's both it's too. both people it's about is it does it mean both does it mean both of them at the same time it does <laughs> pie face and balding would be our children <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm talking about is Mildred Burke. Learning about Mildred Burke is you're like, oh, wrestling has always been like this. It has always been the sideshow. There, like, not like the Attitude Era. If anything was more true to wrestling than uh, than the Hulk Hogan Golden Age or the 70s and 80s NWA, because wrestling, what it was really about was who are these people that need help? Instead of helping them, let's hurt them. Well, I think the Attitude Era was actually um, better morally than the Golden Age Hulk era. I know. I actually, I somewhat have to agree with you because it's like all most of the most of the really questionable stuff was on screen, as opposed to like the Golden Age of Hulk Hogan. Even the Mildred Burke is like, she's a fine athlete and a good champion, and then she just walks off behind the curtain. There's Billy Wolf. You didn't fill your bucket with your piss for me to drink. Please stop drinking my piss. Well, how am I supposed to shit my piss on one of your kids? Billy, it's weird you're into this. First of all, who shits their piss on someone's kids? I do. The wolf man does. Howl for the wolf. I'm so sorry. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Duran Duran song was about. This guy. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah. He's hungry like a douche. <laughs> yeah, he's hungry like a piece of shit. So, um, no, what I was saying is because... Attitude Era is like, hey, don't watch this. It's not for kids. Whereas Hulk Hogan Era was like, please watch this. It is for children. Also, here are the messages. America, sick. Every Everywhere else, bad. Just like the xenophobic messages where it's like, I have a Middle Eastern kid in school. I wonder if I should respect him. Turns out he's like the Iron Sheik. Evil. So anyway. um, Oh, here's how he gets. she gets into wrestling. She has a trial match against Gypsy Joe, who I want to believe is the same Gypsy Joe that New Jack hit in the head with a bat. We don't know if that is for sure, but what is for sure is she beats Gypsy Joe, and Billy Wolf trains her how to wrestle. Trains her how to wrestle in the old school carny way, which is men show up. I'm strong. I can out-wrestle this woman. Turns out they cannot. She wins a bunch of money. Yeah, it's very weird. Her and this is how the story gets so sad so quickly because her mom at some point has to sell her diner to support her daughter, even though her daughter's biggest fear in life was to just end up working at that diner. Like it's so brutal and weird and sad. Yeah, don't join entertainment. Yeah, don't join entertainment. Your mom ends up giving two hundred dollars to a man named Billy Wolf, who for definitely made her see what he calls his onion bag. Do you want to see my onion bag? <laughs> Billy Wolf, by the way, as far as like abusers go, he's fucking, he's fucking, he's Mount, he's Mount fucking Rushmore. Of fucking. Did you look up what Billy Wolf looks like? Yes. So Billy Wolf looks like you. Um, no. No. He, he like... has a strong jaw and a bad face, but he like, I mean, of course, it's, it's Mildred Burke. Obviously, they get married because it's a marriage of convenience. 
and as soon as she wants to uh her young child because well what happens is yeah it's cheating on her and the noises of him cheating on uh of this man cheating on this child's mother either depending on the account awoke the child or upset the child well either way why are you fucking close enough to a child that the child's like is that my stepdad hey, cheating on my john, mom john <laughs> go ahead life hack don't fuck near a child life hack <laughs> yeah yeah guys is everyone sitting down i'm gonna give you a second before, so you can all sit down we here at the restaurant of you think it's not the best idea to fuck near children that's all we're saying. I don't. The world is divided enough, Dylan. The world's divided Inspiration enough. Videos where it's like a guy in a suit with one of those Britney Spears mics, and it's like, <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned during business, don't have sex near a kid. Um, so I am very obsessed with Anthony Robbins, particularly how Tony no one Robbins. sees Tony Robbins. Sees how weird he is. Is this about when he, when my friend, our, our mutual friend Bobby Mayer, alerted me to this video? Is this the video where the lady is like, "I was sexually assaulted," and Anthony and Tony Robbins goes, "Get over it," because <laughs> he's because he's like, "Well, he's the secret, right?" So it's like you always think positive things. Yeah. So it's oh, like, by oh, the way, assaulted. Well. Then you—that's the worst thing that can happen. So it can only go if up you, from here. Why I listen to join a, yoga. I listen to a podcast about the terrible, terrible psychological damage of the idea of exposing a kid to. It's all about positivity. You just have to get through. Is literally, uh, it started on behind the bastards, and then it moved over to the religious right ca uh, cast because that. And by the way, that podcast is one of the most drying, annoying things ever. But in terms of pure information, is so fascinating. And they were explaining like toast, toast sandwich. Exactly. It's like would you, you know what this podcast could use a dynamic speaker or an entertaining uh, writer. What do we have? Two academics who are trying to hurt you with that. boredom. I love. Academics. Oh, it's very. I I will tell you I once in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada went uh, brought my longboard on tour, just longboarded around a parking lot for two hours listening to a podcast about the religious right, and it um, made me feel pretty great. Hey, cool! I got a longboard. I got a shortboard. You know what that's called? Shoes. I got a longboard because I have PTSD from a bike accident. And I'm trying to overcome it, Dylan. PTSD stands for penis. Pussy. Suck. Suck dick. dick. <laughs> I also, D also was dick. I just had a different route of getting there. <laughs> penis did suck dick. Mine was put some time on my dick. That's what my PTSD <laughs> Put some time. This is the fun part about Mildred Burke is we don't have any record of like the feud she had. So like this is a person who obviously, like a lot of people, had a very artistically successful life and a, and a tire fire of a personal life. But since there was no televised wrestling really back then, you only have the tire fire of her personal life. Yeah. Document. So you know what? I think a lot of the shit I've heard about Mildred Burke we, is focused only on her Billy Wolf. Um, obviously, because Billy Wolf... I mean, you can summarize the guy as, like, whatever... If someone... If someone... But, like, a lot of times when progressive and good women's wrestling or, like, why don't we have women's wrestling um, during the war effort and stuff? Because, you know, a lot of a lot of things like this pop up. Like you see women's baseball pop up during um, World War II. And a lot of people who do these progressive things um, are, what do you call it? I don't know how to say it other than, like, pieces of shit because they're just, in a lot of ways, much like women um, in that era specifically. Uh, and, anyway, Mildred Burke. Not having the best time. But, I mean, very successful at wrestling immediately because she's doing that carny trick of 
bet on, you know, bet on, uh, you could beat up this woman. Which is crazy to me that there would be a bunch of men being like, I could beat up that woman. Hey, because to me, it's like you're at a you're at a carnival and you got your you know can- candy corn with your uh, fan. They're like, oh, what do you want to do, Daddy? Hey, do you want to go on the Ferris wheel? No, I'm pretty sure I could beat up that chick. I want to win twenty bucks, which is how John got here. It's exactly right. I am uh, sorry for being distracted. I was just I uh, was just reading fabulous moolah discussing Billy Wolf when I went to go look at a photo of him. I got that article to come up, and she just just described him as an extreme chauvinist. And you're just like, so apparently Fabulous Moolah was like, I don't like you and I will not work for you, but I will use your tactics. That's the thing that's very interesting is that she goes, he only turned to managing uh, uh, women after his techniques didn't work on men. And, you're, I, and the reason why I was so stunned and bring this up is that means somewhere Billy Wolf tried to use his techniques on male wrestlers. Hey, we're married. I'm gonna go fuck your friend. It's like, what? I'm not. I'm not a gay guy. I'm a. I'm a straight man. And that friend is. That friend's a tree. And he's like, I'm Billy Wolf. Time to howl at the wolf, baby. Well, apparently. Um. Well, so first of all, I misspoke because she, uh, Mildred Burke, was successful way before before World War II, obviously. Yeah, she um, was successful throughout the entire run. It was basically World War II, and then the post World War II sort of return to American normalcy is where she ended. The other thing you have to remember is she was very much a carny. Like a lot of the stories of basically every story of Billy Wolf fucking someone behind Mildred Burke's back um, is because Mildred Burke was somewhere else in the carnival selling tickets. Like you have to understand it's a very different wrestling world. We have bridges from that world to this because wrestling's weird and people weirdly don't die. Like Harley Race, Fabulous Moolah, Roddy Piper were all part of this type of wrestling, which is literally you are an attraction at the carnival that goes around and it's overseen by this weird cabal of shitty smokers called the NWA who control wrestling wherever it is in those certain territories. The NWA isn't. It is. I thought it was. The NWA is, I no, think, the NWA formed, is like after like late 40s. Or- but the NWA is really annoying because there's actually two. Yeah, it's okay. So, yeah, it's founded in 48. Yeah, so this is she's a good ten years ahead of the NWA. But the thing that's annoying is there's the NWA Association, and then there's the N- the associ- and then there's the NWA Alliance, and the association is before the alliance because that's the belt they're using. That's why they went NWA. But the NWA Alliance, all of those title holders moving forward, were picked by the ruling body, which was the alliance, not the association. Um, and basically Sam Muchnick had control the whole time because he controlled who Dylan Luthes. Sam Muchnick was just Billy Wolf, but instead of like physically intimidating them, I assume they were just like, Lou, do math. Yeah, Sam Muchnick, Luthes going, could I beat that up? And it's like, sure, Lou. And he's like, I'm the best, right? Sure you are, Lou. Could one of you send a telegram to daddy and let him know I know what he wants? I beat someone up. (laughs) Can you let daddy know? Lou wants to let daddy know. That's what I really hope from all the old timey wrestlers is that's why they had such like an iron. That's why they had to create kayfabe is all of the wrestlers were just crying all the time about their daddies being mean to them. <laughs> Pretty much. Vern, Vern, you're in no state to go out there. I just want to tell my daddy I'm better than him. Get Greg in here. Get Greg in here to let him know that I'm I'm a good daddy. Get Greg to tell me I'm a good daddy. That was a lot of the late AWA was Greg versus Vern in a am I a good daddy match. Yeah. Come and kiss your daddy, Greg. Come and d- kiss your daddy. No, daddy. Also, no, yeah. 
There's something so embarrassing about it, a full adult calling their parents daddy or mummy, but it's and that's that's the that's the baseline title. It's fine if you do that occasionally, but the baseline title should be mum dad or mama dada, mama papa. I've seen that one weirdly. It's what? very America loves a mama and a papa. It's really weird. Depending on accent, I can see that. Southern accent, mama or papa's fine, but just saying that in a in a dead you know southern canada so the problem so the problem we have now is you have people that parents are very southern southern but their kids are live in california are having kids so they in their head what a child calls a mom is mama but they're just in socal so it's just come to mama come to papa mama yeah mama mama i'm 14 give me the keys to the car (laughs) Uh, guys we'll see you after the break Hey, everybody, just a quick break. Whoa. To thank you guys for donating to Patreon. If you go into patreon.com backslash wrestler review, we have many, many options, such as brand new untouched episodes. So far, we've recorded episodes about Chris Benoit, Jimmy Snuka. We took a, real, uh, a break from evil people and, and talked about one man gang and really fun people like that. That's for five bucks a month, you get access to a whole library of 40, I'm just guessing, 40 extra episodes, including some watch-alongs of Hogan Knows Best. We've done a lot of fun stuff. We're upping yeah, we our have. page. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much. 10 bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look like. Everyone, come over to my place. Sleep with me. 20 and $25 gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review. Thanks so much for listening again. We love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns. Let's take out our dicks and kiss the tips. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second half of Mildred Burke. Mildred Burke's wrestling career goes the following. She's, her mom has to give a, a horrible sex criminal some money. She marries him. Hardship, hardship, hardship. Kid, kid, kid. Hardship, hardship, hardship. Now you're... Now I... I, I hate you leave said Billy Wolf and then she's like no I don't think so and then the NWA is like we be on your side because you're more popular but you have uh, no penis so get away yeah and wrestling's also if you think about it it's 1937 and wrestling as a rule is always 10 to 20 years behind so yeah and in this case intentionally like they're like we are not I mean, um, here's some stuff about. Here's some stuff, though. All right, so she's the champion in 1937. She sold more tickets than Jack Dempsey in a venue in 1937. Basically, the gimmick is this woman who's five. She's five foot two. She goes about 135 pounds. She had some lower leg injuries that caused her to stop wrestling. Um, so she got a huge upper body after that upper body, her knee got better again. So she, this is so crazy. How did her knee get better? Dylan, she was training her replacement and it popped back into place. Uh, other injuries she had was both thumbs were routinely bent back to the wrist. Um, a variety of elbow and shoulder dislocations and chronic knee um, issues that plagued her for the rest of her career. Uh, she also said awesome things like. Women need to remember that they can throw their husbands around, but they're too busy drinking and smoking, which is one of the most, like, w- imagine, th- that is who what I want from a female MMA fighter now. Just grab the ring from Joe Rogan. Attention, women. Me too is in our hands. Rip a dick. 
fuck you, Rogan. Like, I would love so much of it's just like, Joe, now you will know what Con uh, Connor suffered. And just like a woman named Virginia breaks Joe's leg in the ring. That's for Connor. Don't interview us when we're hurt. <laughs> well, this is pretty much it, though. Like, it's, um, she, she's Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey. This is the only way you can, she created something out of nothing. Now, I'm sure there were women, female wrestlers who had some success before Mildred Burke, but she almost creates an industry. Um, the difference being that when Ronda Rousey did that, there was an organization there to take advantage and monetize everything, which there yeah. wasn't with Mildred Burke because no. the NWA didn't want to get really into women's wrestling. And the other thing is, 30s, you're still in the era of shooters. Like, you're still in the era of shooters who, like, wrestling is, it, it's less of like, you're just getting, like, uh, what was that guy's name? There's that Irish guy who was the first dude who was like, this guy has no grappling background. And we're going to make him the champion. And women's wrestling led to a lot of intergender matches, intergender tag matches, and really popularized tag team wrestling because it's like... Dude, it was essentially fucking... Um, it was essentially DDT Pro was wrestling at this point. Like, it, DDT Pro was the most legacy organization that wrestling's ever created because it's like, yeah, this woman fights 12 men they found in a bar, uh, and then a bear fights a firefighter. Welcome to pro wrestling. How much does this cost? One nickel. All the grain alcohol I can drink, get on in there, sunshine. Yeah, exactly. And they're still doing, like you said, Mildred Burke is a carny. She's still doing matches that are just like, hey, she's going to face down. So I spoke earlier. She said, I said she drew more than Jack Dempsey. She, what she did was she drew the largest crowd to a sporting event in, in 1937 to, in Jacksonville that didn't involve Jack. So she's like, oh, interesting. She's a, um, she's a star. She makes $50,000 in 1938. And like you said, like Billy Wolf is cheating on her like 19 hold up it is because she's by her own estimate driven over 100,000 miles and wore out two cars in the same year of 1949. That's so crazy. It's also I don't know why, but when I read that I was like, how do you wear out a car in 1949? Yeah, that's when they were fucking like, this is just a bunch of steel. Well, I guarantee what happened. She just like, she was probably drunk driving a lot. Good for her. <laughs> I got to tell you, I really hope that that's true. I really hope that it's just like, wait a minute. How'd you, uh, how'd you wreck the second car this year? Oh, I was drinking and I just, I didn't, I wanted to wash it, but I didn't want to go to a car wash. So I just drove the fucking, I, I drink a lot. Yeah, pretty up. much. I mean, I'm sure that was like the driving test in the 30s and 40s was like, oh, okay, you can drive sober. Do you think they had a driving test? In I don't even think they had a driving test back then. I think it was just sort of like, hey, can you drive? And it's like, you can drive these cattle to market. That's good enough for me. Get in the fucking go. <laughs> We're all honest here. A good handshake says, yes, you can. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Fuck you. Very yeah. good point. Get on in there. All right. So through the 40s, she's going from state to state, essentially, because she's such a big draw getting women's wrestling legalized. Um, she headlines a show with Ed Strangler Lewis, who hated women's wrestling. But that's the thing. Everyone hates it and doesn't agree with it and thinks, why did women even have to wrestle? So no one's on the prowl for Billy Wolf, who... Good story of a Billy Wolf. He said, I got two questions for you to a new performer. He said, are you... Oh, my God. And will you have sex with me? And then she said, no, I won't. 
and uh, I am not a lesbian. And then he was like, well, then you'll never be a champion then. Better part was, uh, no, I'm not. But I love this. They just goes, but I clarified it was none of his business. And I'm like, oh, God. And then, will you never be the champion? Ew, Billy. Also, you know what I don't like about Billy Wolf? Really looks like me. Really looks like me. <laughs> it is weird when you're like, when you read about someone and they're like, and he was fucking ugly and he was a piece of shit. And yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it's just like, oh, man. Like, and I thought glasses actually butched up my face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, if Mil- they make a movie of Mildred Burke, it's my role to lose as Billy Wolf. God damn it. <laughs> and it's really good because they'll be like, wow, you're really good at that role, John. And you're like, I didn't even think I was a. Ad- uh, auditioning. I just always walk into a room and throw the coleslaw at the wall and just go, that's not a dinner dish. <laughs> <laughs> that's for lunch. Sides are for whores. I want two mains. <laughs> uh, sides are for whores. Well, then call me a slut because I love that macaroni salad. <laughs> Here's one of the craziest things in the world. So another thing about Billy Wolf was uh, Mildred got injured in a match and he was pissed off because she couldn't help uh, salve his uh, nuts because he had this big crabs outbreak from um, from cheating on her. And then somehow after that story in 1951, they were able to adopt a child who was a wrestler and then she died in the ring at 18. This is what I assume. This is so fucking sad. And like everyone and, and it says in the notes. So Christopher Hobson, I assume read eight books in a week to research this but it's like like everyone blamed billy wolf except billy wolf so no one blamed billy wolf <laughs> like it was just like like and it was like and her injuries were so ghastly it's like a a prolapsed collapse of the stomach and a smashing and dusting of all the ribs by a gun like it's just like yeah she died of being beaten to death slowly over years and you're like oh my god fun stuff and then this is also important like Think about how hard it is to get women's wrestling legalized from state to state. Like, still states are holding out for having women's wrestling legalized. And then you have a death like this. It's kind of like if there was a death in the early UFC. Like, if there if there was a death in the UFC in 1996, there would be no UFC. Yeah. Like, it is, thank God they just didn't have money to hire one sketchy doctor at the UFC, or (laughs) Conor McGregor's working at the train station in Dublin, and he's just a very aggressive baggage. I still think Conor McGregor would be successful, just because there is no end. But what? At what? He'd be a great White Hope boxer. He'd be a guy they just push as a boxer, because he's great at talking, and he'd lose all the time. You know what I like about the phrase Great White Hope is that you're like, there's no way that that's actually racist. They just, and it's like, no, no, it was literally, there was a black guy who was the champion and they were like, we need a white guy. (laughs) Jerry, Jerry Cooney, Larry Holmes. Good for them. Uh, That was before that. It was, there was a different big black champion in like the 20. There's just boring. What happens is you have like a big, uh, a big, like intelligent, soft-spoken man is the champion. And they're like, we need someone who's like, fucking insane this this guy's crazy and then the intelligent guy just slowly beats him up it's like lennox lewis versus mike tyson where i was like no mike tyson's just gonna like be a bro at him and it's like no one of these guys is good still and the other guy is just like uh i'm fighting because i have to yeah lennox like lennox lewis is not going to be concerned that mike tyson has a weed brand lennox lewis will just be like i haven't had a complex carbohydrate since 1992 
I don't really seem like I like to talk or be around anyone. Now, if you'll excuse me, I will weirdly introduce Russell Peters to stage, which I did a lot in the 2000s, and John Hastings is the only one who remembers that, and then slowly pick apart Mike Tyson's defenses. <laughs> like Lennox Lewis, by the way, and I can't believe we're talking about boxing, but I will bring this back to Mildred Burke, watch me do it, which is um, when it comes to actually very dynamic, important performers in something like wrestling or something like boxing, they very rarely get their due because the really interesting things and important things they do are quite boring. Mildred Brooke does not get is only now getting the credit she deserves because wrestling went so out of its way to hide or ignore the con contributions of someone like Mildred Burke. But without her, we don't have women's wrestling. It's also her dynamic, interesting style. The idea that she was a big bruising woman who beat up men is incredibly important to wrestling now because it shows that it's something that was part of the fabric that led to the promotion of this sport and it has always been ridiculous so when you have people like jim Cornette creating whole podcasting industries out of being like they're not fucking doing the fact that it's like you are willfully ignoring all of the truths that you know as a wrestling historian jim just because you want to make money off of not liking AEW, and i'm totally fine for you making money but just be honest just be like mildred burke did it fucking better because when she beat up those men she was doing it because she was picturing her fucking husband and as a cook, I like to know that Mildred Burke invented <laughs> in-ring wrestling cucking. It's called Burnerkin. My wife does it to me all the time in the hot tub. I got her and FTR in there. I had to pay them $1,500 each. And all they did was just talk to her about knowing Tully Blanchard. And I came so hard, I was licked <laughs> treated for alcohol poisoning. Uh, they just talked about what Tully orders at road stops. Mm. I've not nutted so, I've nutted so fucking hard it filled my cowboy boots. <laughs> I wasn't even wearing them, Dylan. They were in the other room. So when she splits from Billy Wolf, um, May Young's got some pretty good takes here. Here's one of May Young's takes. I mean, by the way, and I thought this when I was reading the research. When you're heading to May Young for a hot take, you're in trouble. You're like, we need, we need a reasonable perspective on this. Who has in-depth information? Um, the, um, that woman over there who just just lit a cigarette off of a baby's head. Eh, 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 Mildred Burke, Mildred Burke, her pussy sounds like sauerkraut, Mildred Burke, and Mae Young, Mae Young doesn't have dementia, this is just her personality. Well, this is the thing, is you, this is classic, where young person goes to a person who actually was in that era, and they view as like a victim, but the person from that era just says something offside, <laughs> which is here's what. So basically, Billy uh, Billy Wolf had this entire stable of female wrestlers. He had sex with every single one of them. Um, I mean, sex is probably a bad word. Yeah, like it, it wasn't sex. It was sex. Sex. Sex implies both people went fine. Yeah, he <laughs> Weinstein all of them, and uh, so he. So, but May Young basically was the only holdout, and May Young said. It was stupid of the women to fuck an old fart to get bookings they would have got anyway. And then I'm assuming that journalism student burnt their book and said, well, now I can't even print the fucking article. Yeah. Where it's like, can you just say like, yeah, it was bad and he was bad? And it's like, actually, no, I blame my coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> ah, hello, May Young here. I just want to let you know, if you get murdered, that's your fault. Because when I see a knife, I run. And you're like, what? <laughs> Hey, World War II was bad, but you got to admit it, that Hitler was a looker. Okay, we can't use your 
thing. Oh, sure, the Holocaust is tragic, but when they bring a van and say, get in, I always run. That's why I've never been on time from arriving from the <laughs> yeah, airport. From the shuttles! I, that's the other thing, too, where it's like one of those people in those situations where obviously they do something amazing to like overcome adversity, but then they kind of are like, yeah, I am a fucking badass. Like, they're not... <laughs> Yeah, fucking, you couldn't fuck, you couldn't beat me up right now. Well, you're 90 and refined to a bed. Yeah, and I'd fucking mind kick the shit out of you, bro. But can we rattle off some of the fun, uh, the 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 weird fucking crimes Billy Wolf did? Here's what a, he killed Mildred Burke's dog. What a fucking yeah, it's so weird. It's so he, weird. Why did you spread do a that? Rumor that she had cancer to prevent her from being booked. By the way, this is like they then had this massive divorce falling out and. Mildred Burke basically was just like, you go your way, I'll go my way, and we'll just both earn money in this nice industry. And Billy Wolf goes, no, I am now about to... I Basically, Billy Wolf invented trolling before there was 4chan. Like, he was just like, I killed your dog, and you have cancer, which is bad. Be, having cancer makes you weak. Like, it's... What was the other thing he did? Oh, it's in Oh no, there's tons of stuff. He would have sex. He would cheat on her and be like, yo, she's All the time. better at sex than you. Um... Oh, yeah, and then this, this is... So what would you do? This guy's done all these fucking crazy-ass things. Uh, John, what's the weirdest ultimate payback? What makes this story insane? The fact that there's not a movie on this woman is crazy, and I'm sure there will be. Like, who would I say? Like, it's going to sound weird now, but I guarantee in five, ten years, Olivia Rodrigo's going to put on some muscle and win an Oscar playing Mildred Burke because... The end of this story is insane. Here's how she gets back at uh, Billy Wolf. She has an eight-year-long affair with his fucking son. Son. Yeah. Uh, by the way... She fucking uh, porn hubs his son. She fucking... This is what John really likes. That's true. I don't true. want actors pretending. Absolutely I want people not. fucking... Fucking their stepsons. Real shit. Big dogs eat first. John Hastings. You can catch John uh, at the John Hastings on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or at Pornhub at Step Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step on my throat with your stepson. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My personal favorite thing is that Billy Wolf would always remark on the people that he cheated on Mildred with had bigger boobs, and that's why he did it. Uh, and then she came, became convinced at this time period where he was, she was, ha he was having an affair with Nell Stewart, her frequent op opponent, um, that bully wolf kept trying to drown both of them, which I always am like, what, why would she just tell people like what? Yeah. She was convinced he was trying to drown both Nell and Mildred, which I was always like, what, why? Like, I don't know. He's just, he's a fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. She had an eight year long affair with his son. Um, uh, when they, uh, finally were divorced. Um, no, they got married and then Billy discovered it all. And Billy's punishment was he made George drive his mistress, Nell Stewart to the matches, which is so weird. Uh, he also then, uh, uh, beat up his entire roster while they were touring in Mexico. And may young felt that that was a premeditated move because you can't get arrested for beating women in Mexico at the time, which I was like, May, I don't think that it was premeditated. I think he would have just done it in the States, too, because I don't know of anyone in the 40s getting arrested for hitting a woman. Like, that just didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. You could just yell, I fought in the war at the cops, and they'd be like... Yeah, and they'd be like, we weren't even coming to arrest you. We were coming to give you our billy clubs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, they'd be like... Uh, finally, in 1952, everything came finally. to a head. Um 
because Mildred Burke and Billy Wolf finally separated. Can I say, by the way, one of the more happy marriages in wrestling? Um, really? Did you know this? Billy Wolf was actually, uh, this is Billy Wolf's official name was the Macho Man Billy Wolf. Keep yes, going. exactly. Uh, and then basically Burke went on a giant campaign to be recognized by the NWA for all of her, the things she had done to build them an aspect of their business. And also to create performers for that business and an audience for their business in general. And they were like, women bad, man good. She sought um, help from her uh, one of her only friends in the NWA, Leroy McGurk. Only person Jesus I've ever read anything positive about Leroy McGurk. Leroy McGurk, again, blind man who insisted on driving. Do you know what that says about that man's personality? You're going to kill people. She was, he was such good friends with her, though. He was such good friends with her because she would just... Go and talk like this. Hello, I'm I'm Milfred Burke, and he'd be like, "Hey, Milfred, anything that sounds right? Um, that sounds about like what a man sounds like." And uh, yeah, and then um, Mil- and then Milfred Milfred Mildred Burke. Goddamn, Mildred Burke tries to become the booker of women's wrestling for the NWA. Application turned down. Now, application turned down because she was. A woman. That was their actual reason. Uh, And then uh, I know he's abusive, but you are once again, and I cannot stress this enough, a woman. So, yeah, I understand that he is a ritualistic abuser and he's created a psychopathic environment for the female wrestlers. But I need to make this clear. You piss sitting down. That is disgusting. Get out of here. Yeah, that's the crazy thing where it's like they have they don't like Billy Wolf, but they still would rather have Billy Wolf than. This woman who's like made them so much money. Yeah. Hello, my name is Sam Munchnik. The following things are equal in my mind. Um, uh, systematic torture and rape is the same as being a woman. Both of you are bad. Get the fuck out of my office. Like, do you like again? What I love about wrestling is all of this information is public, but they are still quickly trying to make sure no one, no one acknowledges Jim Hurd did anything positive. Like, do you understand that? Like, <laughs> like Billy Wolf, he was a bit of a bad guy. Jim Hurd. The Satan of wrestling. Like, do you under, like what was Jim Hurd's biggest sin? He was he didn't really understand his job. Billy Wolf was a monster, and they're still like, yeah, but his last name was cool. I help. I sorry. I uh, I help. I anticipate that some people are asked about Billy Wolf, and they're like, oh yeah, he uh, promoted women's wrestling, and he got tra- tag wrestling off the ground, and uh, yeah, I mean, he had some. A controversial past. That's also the other thing when oh, I mean, oh, yeah. with with Chris Brown a lot in Chris Brown. So like, yeah, controversial past. That's code for uh oh, uh, doctor. Like being non-specific about shit just means we want to make money off these people again. Okay, so Mildred Burke, the end of Mildred Burke's life. Um, let's all wel- welcome everyone to Dazed and Confused. If it was directed by David Lynch, go ahead, Dylan. Tell me more. She splits from Billy Wolf. That's where we get the eight-year affair with his son. Mm-hmm. And the great part about it is that, um, obviously, Billy Wolf decides, you know what my son's weaknesses are? Alcohol. That he'll make him give up on the relationship with my ex-wife. She tries to work with the NWA, but obviously, like, it really seems like everyone's, like, split from Billy Wolf. This whole, And this is where Olivia Rodrigo wins the Oscar, baby, because things do not fucking work out for uh mildred burke whatsoever essentially also by this time born in 1915 she's a 38 year old woman by this time in 1953 when she's like can i please book the women they say no obviously um 
there's a bias for against older women in wrestling. Did you know that, John? You know what? It's interesting because it was only a bias at that time. They have very much. Oh, sorry, I had eight strokes. Everything is the same. This is when they came up with the rule, and when they were done writing it down, they went never change it, and everyone went. Why would you even tell us not to? We weren't going to anyway. And then they all full fucked. Like they were like, <laughs> do it. But the other thing about uh, Mildred Burke is she finally gets her independence from Billy Wolf. And her only power is being like the star of women's wrestling. And she clearly should lose the title because it's professional wrestling. She should go out on her back. But she just basically refused to because she was also a better shoot shoot shooter than all these women she is you know what and by the way when paul Heyman said so you want to shoot big boy and made this gesture he got that from mildred burke mildred burke invented finger guns <laughs> she invented finger guns she it's a basically it's thought that she was the first person to actually have entrance music yes this it, is the crazy yeah. this is one of the things i learned that i had in my final notes that i didn't think we were going to get to because we had to cut the episode short but we're doing bonus um Boners. is of course she's not only is not only is wrestling so fucked because they could like the amount of people who claim they invented finishing or um, entrance music, you're like all of you can't be right. Someone else thought of this, and of course it was like Mildred Burke did, and then it, like no one give her gives her the right. Or Here's respect. the lineage of professional wrestling. Gorgeous George is the guy who gets all the credit, who's like thought to be the one who's like who everyone's like, oh, actually, I know a lot about wrestling, so Gorgeous George made that up, but it's actually Mildred Burke, and, and Gorgeous George was like, hey, I'm just going to act like a girl, and people will be pissed, and he was right. <laughs> That's, That's all he did. Right. He was like, I'm going to act like a fucking chick, and he's like, hey, I clean the house, and people were like, get this fucking guy off our TV. You don't, that's a woman cleans the goddamn house, and then she makes coffee, and you fucking hate it. Why, sir, sir, your hair has been sculpted. Are you in some sort of trouble? I will help you. <laughs> what the hell's on your shirt? Uh, nothing. It's just plain. No stains? What are you, a bitch? <laughs> yeah. Why can't I not see what you had for lunch on your shirt? Yeah. A man wears a white shirt, and he changes it only when he's eaten mustard. Yeah, exactly. You wear a white shirt, and then you get food on it, and then people know you have money for food. Yeah. That's how you dress if you're a man. Are you better than me? George, what does the word gorgeous mean? Does that mean better than me? Does that mean better than me? Why do you have all your why can I not see through your teeth? Why do some of you why are all your teeth in your head? Are you a giant baby? Someone arrest the giant baby that's a girl. Someone arrest the giant baby that's a girl. That's what they would chant. Also, a pen <laughs> exploded while the recording of this episode. Uh, Mil uh, Mildred Burke and then she um died happy. Yeah. Uh, she she died well, she died old. That's good. Yeah, she died old, which is pretty nuts. Um, and, um, she died old and she died doing what all great important pioneers in wrestling did, which is she died running her own school, trying to relive former glories. And I assume taking advantage of those poor students, she died doing what she loved saying, well, you'll have to give me this money if you think you're going to make it in the biz. And, the <laughs> woman was like, what? and then she just fucking cried. Hey, she, I mean, she trained, um, she trained, uh, Rhonda Singh, uh, who later went on to be Bertha Faye, who was a very, very successful wrestler. And she also was one of the very, she was the, like, she was like led a tour of, uh, a wrestling tour of Japan immediately post war. Like, she was, her, like, last chapter was actually a very sort of not the nicest, like, conclusion, but like, she fucking, she did some shit. 
You know what I mean? Like she, it's one of those things where like she did not have the ability to be more recognized in the industry that she helped create because of societal factors around her. But yeah, she gave us Birth of Fay, which you know was pretty good, and Billy Corgan of the NWA has uh, recreated the belt that she wore as women's champion in the 40s and 50s and have named it uh, the Burke and have called the Women's NWA Championship the Burke, and it's uh, in memory of Mildred Burke. Which is good. but Which is good. Should have happened in the 60s, but instead, it... go ahead, Dylan. Lay it out for wrestling, me. Yeah, right? that's true. Abuse and success. Like it, like like they went hand in hand towards the end of her prominence. Basically, when when her drawing power starts to wane, um, she is divorced from the man who's the abuser. That's true. She what should have if this is a fucking so if this is a movie so if this is a movie that does really good at the box office, then she goes to the NWA. They let her book women's wrestling, and she has her own territory and. Basically, from 1956 onwards, you have glow, but women own it, and it's yeah. a really powerful thing. That's interesting. But since Olivia Rodrigo's winning this fucking Oscar... Goddamn right she is. She goes to the NWA, the NWA says, hey, what's that thing between your legs? And she says, nothing. And they go, exactly. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. And it should be her... She has to basically go around, and how it appears to be is like she goes around just being like, Two different countries being like, I'm Mildred Burke. I was a, I was one of the biggest stars in the world. Do you want to have women's wrestling here? And they go, sure. So she becomes like, um, what do you call it? Uh, missionary for women's wrestling for the rest of her life, which is good. It's good. But it's not like, you know, being the booker of the NWA. And that's the funny thing. The consolidation of power at the NWA is something that everyone loves where it's like, yeah, they it all it was all this Wild West shit, and then it became under one roof, and that's when wrestling really took off again in the 50s. But really it was like, oh, the NWA came under one roof, and they decided, fuck women's wrestling. It's stupid. Or if it is, there is women's wrestling, that they can have their own title, but they're in the middle of the show because, you know, we can't have a fucking woman headlining, which they totally could have done. They, well, it, what's they so funny is, is, yeah, they could have done It's in the same way, but it's also it's repeated. It's even repeating right now in mo- in the terms of the value of just promoting women's wrestling as regular wrestling is never attained by any wrestling company because they don't just understand of go do the product you do for men for women. You've doubled your roster. You've doubled the amount of exciting things that are happening. Your fan base doesn't and has never cared. Just do it. But for some reason they won't. AEW, it's very funny, is one is the WWE, it's really fucked because they're just basically like They have such a good roster. It reminds me of how AEW and WWE were in nineteen or sorry, twenty nineteen, where it's like, yeah, you got some talent in AEW, but clearly WWE is the best roster. But as like I guarantee as it's like who knows? Maybe AEW they look at the fucking books and they're like, You're losing this much money? Uh we don't care for this. Yeah, I would rather be dead and I hate you. What? What? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that WrestleNomic show, really interestingly, um, that we mentioned on the Patreon feed, they did an estimate for how much money AEW made versus how much MLW made versus like the Google search history. So AEW has like of all professional wrestling searches, I think I forget how much, but it was like in the thirtieth percentile AEW has for Google searches, and the rest is WWE. A quarter of a percent. MLW has, and they've apparently made like $85 million just because Court Bauer, their owner, is just a weird guy who's like, we're the biggest wrestling show in Thailand. 
legally, if you don't watch our show, you get whipped at your house. Also, fun fact about Court Bauer, Bauer, he is currently suing. Suing the WWE for... um, Yeah, that's what the whole show was about. Sick. Antitrust. Oh, I gotta listen to this. Well, I know what I'm doing after this, and that is jacking off to Dylan's jizz noises. So, yeah, Mildred Burke. um, You know what? She did. I'll say this. Hobson sold this to us as like gonna be the worst show we've ever done because it's so sad. Still, somehow not as sad as Luna Vachon because you know what not Mildred Burke did somehow rose above hate, much like John Cena. Mildred Burke, the or original John Ronda Rousey, the original John Hastings, the original John Cena rose above hate, and after uh, the horrors of her being in professional wrestling, lived what I'm gonna assume is a happy life. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna research further. Yeah, I don't want to know. I also, the, another way that she's similar to John Cena, both of them learned Cantonese so they can apologize properly for acknowledging the nation of Taiwan. Mildred Burke and John Cena are the only two people from wrestling to ever Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't that be hilarious if, because Mildred Burke was used as a, as a as propaganda against the United States by the Nazis. That's so funny. As like, look at fucking, look how fucking, look at this fucking bitch. Look how fucking huge she is. This is bad. I don't know how you turn that as bad, or it's like, look how jacked this woman is. That's not sick. You know yeah. how you know how Joe Rogan would have had Mildred Burke on her pod on this podcast and be like, so you can like bend shit? And she's like, Yeah, and he'd be like, That's fucking crazy. By the way, you want to know how I figured out how to end COVID, which is all we need Ooh. to do is get John Jones to sit down with Joe Rogan and be like, But what if I do take the vaccine? And then I guarantee Joe Rogan's <laughs> like Wait a minute, what are you saying? And then he's just like, I, John Jones, the guy who's like, I could be a cage fighter, but I also could just be a guy who does boner pills. It's sort of both. I'm actually okay with the vaccine, and I guarantee Joe Grimm will be like, I've done a lot of hard thinking about it, and actually, yeah, because here's what I've been thinking. John Jones a bit of a Billy Wolf himself, though, if you look Ex- at Oh, boy. Uh, but here's what I was thinking is Joe Rogan is not Mr. Tough Guy. He is who he just wanted to be an MMA fighter and has never been able to be an MMA fighter. And this is how weird fans of UFC and wrestling are. I think I think it's weird. I think he could have been. But he just chose not to for whatever reason. He Either way, he's not. He's not. And there is nothing worse in the world than wrestling fans or MMA fans. Basically... The nerd cultures that never really got to be mainstream, when one of them gets famous, it's like, oh, watch the fuck out. He has a level of resentment that's so unnecessary, he's really going to take it out on the world. Look at how Colt Cabana, or not, pardon me, not how Colt Cabana, Cabana, no, yes. How uh, Freudian slip, how CM Punk handles himself in the media or in the ring. CM Punk walks around with such a sense of entitlement that I get so irritated by because it's just like, who prevented you from doing anything? CM Punk's a guy who sold one poetry book and is the manager at Starbucks, but just like sometimes. That's exactly who he is. Exactly. He's like, he works uh, one shift a week, but he's still the manager because he knows how the business works so well. And he also always talks about how he's like, and I'm a published author. And you're like, that's not impressive. Shut the fuck up. Published what the, the, it's called the real Prodigals of Zion. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, I figured it out. Spoiler alert, it's women and Jews. And they were like, women and Jews. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called his book is called Spoiler Alert. It's El- women and uh, yeah, Jews. Yeah. El- <laughs> Elders of Zion 2. Spoiler alert. It's women and yeah. Jews. <laughs> Elders of Zion 2. Spo- uh, Elder of Zion 2. Also women too. Yeah. El- yeah. The electric boogaloo. <laughs> the electric boogaloo. But hey, Mil- Mildred Burke, I want to assume the she gets out of wrestling essentially like primetime wrestling 
33 years and this is this is something that me and john can relate to is the being good at something i mean i can't relate to selling as many tickets as jack dempsey certainly but being very good at something and not being like directly recognized immediately and it taking a while like think about this Mildred Burke is a top draw in 1938 and is selling, like, obviously in Florida, selling as many tickets as Jack Dempsey. Because, I, I mean, it doesn't say this explicitly in the research. I'm sure it is the it was, like, this woman can beat up men. Look at watch her beat up men. Like, it's that. It's not like everyone in 1937 was like, maybe women are equal to men. And then they just No, forgot. no, no. It was like, yo, you, want, you know how you hate women? It's like, uh, yeah. And it's like, want to see a woman you hate beat up a guy you hate more? And you're like, is it? Is it in a tent? Because I'd like a, a breeze. And they're like, it is in a tent. You're like, I guarantee it was like a, they hand out flyers that had Mildred like Burke. Great... And then the dude like facing off. And then the it didn't say their names. It just said she overcooked his dinner. And he was like, this I got to see. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. And then she just bashed their head. Yeah. He wanted, he wanted meatloaf, but she prepared prime rib. I got oh, to see, see how this man is so reasonable with this unreasonable woman. I think the one thing you can say that he really does take, though, Billy Wolf would always try and pay shooters to hurt her, and she would always beat them up. I mean, it is so, so, so weird. Like, I always wondered about those. those. There's so many times in the research where it's like, and then it was revealed that person pay. But here's my question for you. And Dylan, you better answer my fucking question. Um, how, when do you think Billy Wolf told the shooters, oh, that's my wife? Like, when he was like, and then you snap her neck. And he was like, how do you know this woman? Been married to her for five years. And he, Oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. when do I think he? I don't think he ever did. I think he just like, I, I don't know, man. I if I was I don't know, up Billy with a Billy Wolf, Wolf impression, it'd be like Hitler's uh, liberal. I assume it's a lot of smoking. <laughs> Killer. Um, just drool out of both sides of the mouth and like <sighs> to say it's a rash is really just understating what it is. It's what uh, I wouldn't say that I. I'm trying to kill women. I'm only saying that I only feel like God when they're dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming he goes to diners and just, can I have a straw? Deep lick, put it back. Thank you, leave. Uh, Mildred, I'd like to introduce you to my uh, new protege. His name is uh, Gene Okerlund. And he's <laughs> eaten all of your underwear. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the carnival. Which is what I call my penis because it has killed many children. Um, you can't um, no sell what I'm doing, Billy. Oh, fuck I'll you. I'll haunt your dreams. Fuck you. Yeah. Mildred, uh, welcome everyone to Mildred Burke's Billy Wolf Revenge. For the rest of my life, Mildred, when you die, I will piss on your grave. Won't always be in the town. So I'll be paying different people to drop little bits of my piss from a jar. It's fucked up. It's fucked up that, like, once again, if you're it's if you're going to be abusive, imagine being known as an a guy abusive to your wife in the 30s. That's like what like what people. The reason why obviously Hitler is such a thing is because in the 1930s in the United States, people were like, "Well, this guy's racist. We got to do something about this." Anyway, I've seen black people in print. But I always boo the page they're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never read the words because I assume that that would make me crazy. Oh, hot eyes. Yeah, hot yeah, eyes, yeah. My eyes. Um. Uh. Why is your husband qu- qu- uh, crying? Three days. Three days ago, he accidentally said good morning to a Polish woman. He's thinking about suicide, and I think he's right. 
he uh, tried, he uh, he went in to explain to a priest uh, to apologize to the priest and get repentance, but the priest said no. You've talked yeah. to a Polish. We cannot forgive. Oh, by the way, next week is Bastion Booger. Big change. Bastion Booger. Big change in seriousness of episode. Bastion Booger. I love you. I'm going to play with my child in the snow. Goodbye. <laughs>